We welcome you in to the Small Ball Podcast alongside Trevor McEllen and Christian Dennis. I'm Scott Ayers. We've got producer Andy behind the scene. He's got no microphone, but he looks handsome as ever. You know, guys, we've had the Michael Jordan flu game, but today's episode, we have something bigger. We have the Christian Dennis nose game. Oh. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Last Wednesday, I got surgery on my nose mm. Uh, mm. to fix my deviated septum. Mm. Sure. Um, and, you know, as I was going down, you know, they're putting the anesthesia on me. All I could think about is that stupid board that you guys created <laughs> about how I've missed shows. And I knew that if my father-in-law passed away, okay, okay. you guys are going to put a number on that board. So you know what? I decided I need to lock in. So I told my body we're going to heal quickly so that I can make it to this episode so that I don't get another number on that board. No one asked you to get a nose job, okay? So Let- don't don't play the victim. Hey, I'm don't doing this for my overall health so <laughs> that we can do this show longer. Wow. That's actually a Whoa. great point. Let the record show, too, if you didn't show up. There would have been an extra hundred percent. You oh, guys are yeah. ruthless. I've already, I've already begged for Listen, for one to be removed. The one removal that was valid. The other removals you've mentioned. Oh, I got married. We didn't force you to get married. I didn't. I didn't force you to get married. So That's a great point. I'm just trying to make good points out here. Yeah, yeah. We this is there's a no parenthesis. There's no parentheses on the board. Right. It's you miss it. You miss it. Just don't be uh, a crybaby. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. That's why I'm here. I'm here. All right, you're here. Let's do this no, show. It's real dedication. And and we had another thing. Yeah, Trevor. Someone reached out to us. Um, we're all wearing matching tees, and I figured right. you, you're the one who deserves to to give the shout out because this is this is pretty cool for the Small Ball Podcast. Small Ball Podcast officially has a trainer, um, Damian from Highly Intelligent Basketball. Go follow him on Instagram. Highly Intelligent B Ball. All right. Uh, just a good dude. I've uh, been DMing, helping each other grow whatever we're doing. Um, and he reached out. He's like, hey, guys, I got merch. You guys want some? I was like, yeah, let's do it. So he sent us some uh, some T-shirts. Go check out his page. Good dude. They're pretty sick. Damien, thank you. The, the shirts are actually really comfortable. Yeah. They're, and they're pretty really, stretchy. Yeah. And honestly, I'm going to be wearing this in the gym. You look very intelligent wearing oh, this shirt. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Just like these takes I'm about to give. Ooh. Ooh. So and imagine me dribbling a basketball uh-huh. wearing this shirt or oh, guarding Scott. RJ Barrett. Yeah. <laughs> RJ. <laughs> so if you're a hooper and he he's based out of Phoenix, if you're a hooper, you want some training, you're in high school, whatever, hit him up, DM him. Yeah. He's a, he's a rock star. He thank is. you. Appreciate thank you. it. And the logo's sick. So, um, all right. That's, that's the intro of a show. Now let's dive deep down into some, oh my gosh. Not a sponsor, LaCroix. No. No. We've tried. No. We tried. Gosh, that was pure. Um, in-season tournament, guys. Quarterfinals are here. And it has been interesting. Some teams have emerged that maybe some people didn't expect, like the Pelicans. Um, the Kings also emerging as well. Um, the New York Knicks get a wild card spot. It's It's been a pretty fun in-season tournament there's definitely been some things that i think could be better but christian it's still been probably a success in the nba's eyes i definitely think it is you know these these games have more meaning they're a lot more fun people are talking about it the courts look ridiculous Mm -hmm. but like like the nba is so good at getting people to talk about the nba so even if the courts look sick you're going to talk about it 
They look ridiculous. You're going to talk about it. Um, And it's just the level of play in these games have been so fun and so enjoyable to watch. Like seeing the Celtics do a hack of Drummond to go up like 30 just so that they can make the in-season tournament is hilarious. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that that was a moment. It was funny. I was watching the Nuggets game like like either a couple days before, and the talk and all the social media was, hey, you have to beat the Rockets by 30 points in order to have a chance. And so it's like, what are we going to expect? Nuggets lost by like 20. But it, it is fun to see that side of competition because we've seen it overseas with some of the different cups that uh, Europe has. But you you mentioned the one thing with, with the courts and the jerseys. I, I just still can't get behind it. It still looks a little wonky to me. It looks wonky. Play, like, but to go off of what you were saying, the players know the number. Like every in the last yeah. games, even with Sacramento, the players knew we need 12. We need to either win or lose by less than 12. Uh, they ended up winning the game. But... It is interesting. I'm super curious to see. So these games, the next, uh, let's see, as far as the bracket goes, the next two rounds, so there's two games until the championship, those games count for your regular season record. The championship does not count for your regular season record. I'm super curious to see the two teams that make it. I wouldn't imagine them to roll out there, at least play their guys, you know, full minutes. I would imagine they're going to, you know, for injury reasons. Yeah, no, I that's a great point. And I didn't realize at first that quarterfinals, semifinals, those are regular season games. And what's interesting is we've seen just a shuffle with all these other teams that didn't make it. Sixers locked out. I think they got two really bad teams now. So it is interesting because it has an effect on the rest of the NBA. Teams that aren't even making a deep run, well, hey, guess what? You're still going to have to play two more games during this time frame while we watch the in-season tournament. I I think that the guys are going to take the championship seriously, and I think they're going to play, actually, their their guys. Because at this point, it's like you're in the championship. You want to win. And, I mean, it it is nice to get a little $500,000 bonus just for winning the game. Obviously, you know, the stars don't care. Uh, but you know the end of the bench guys are going to care for it, so they're going to be like cheering and rooting for yeah. you know their team. And so I just think that I, I like the the in season tournament. Obviously, there's some things that I think they could change to make it better. But I mean, just looking at these teams that are playing, so random. Yeah, yeah. like it, it's the the Kings are playing the Pelicans. You got the Celtics playing the Pacers, the Bucks playing the Knicks. And then the Suns and the Lakers. Like, that's just, like, a weird grouping of teams. For sure. And, yeah. s- and so I think that just really kind of brings every fandom together, uh, which is just going to be really fun to just kind of experience how this plays out. I-, I do like that. I think what might even enhance that for the future is if we kind of cross Eastern Conference and Western Conference teams because imagine a matchup where the Indiana Pacers are going to Sacramento or um, the Pelicans are going to New York. I think that would add even some extra elements where it's like, okay, this is a matchup you really don't see. Um, And one other thought of something for the future, I don't know how you'd incorporate this, but you get like the five best teams from Europe and have them come and play in the tournament as well. Whoa. How do you like that? That'd be cool. That that would be cool. Like, let's make it an international thing so we can finally say whoever wins is world champs. Or, <laughs> or you take the um, 
bottom four or how many groups there are, the bottom teams in each group, and then you take the top teams from the G League, and then whoever loses gets relegated. <laughs> <laughs> That's a blast. That's sick. That would be cool. And that, pi- that would be so stupid. <laughs> that that Detroit Pistons team would have a oh, Pistons. The Pistons. They have to earn that T. <laughs> um, let's let's talk about those quarterfinal games. Um, I guess. Do you guys have a team that you think more than anyone else? I can go all the way because you know I feel bad for the Pacers. You win your group. You know what your reward with? Hey, guess what? Boston's coming to town. <laughs> yeah, I think what matters the most. For all the teams that are playing, like I think the Bucks really need to win this thing. I think that to to give them the momentum to start playing a lot better, we've seen some improvement. They're still getting used to playing, you know, Giannis and Dame. But like winning something like this could really connect the team to where they can kind of go on a little run and kind of steamroll the rest of the the season. Um, so I, I'm looking at the Bucks as like the team that should like win this thing that mm. they need to win. Sure. Cause if the Celtics win, it's like, ah, we kind of expect that. Right. And it does feel like we have a crash course of bucks versus Celtics in the semifinals. Um, both teams are, are favored. Uh, and that would be quite the game because you know, who is probably circling that game is drew holiday saying, Hey, your defense stinks without me. And now I have a chance to send my team into the to the cup final versus um, letting you guys make it to the distance. I'm focused on the Pelicans. Um, hmm. And Christian, you brought up a point before the show, Sacramento Kings against teams in the West, top seven in the West, undefeated. Who's number eight in the West? Pelicans. Ooh. And the Pelicans, they, they have looked a lot better of – Recent, recently um, in the season, and I think getting CJ back um, with Zion and B.I., they're just so big. That team, CJ's not a true point guard, but, man, when that team is clicking, they feel like they're the best team in the NBA. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the team last year, they were number one in the West in December. Um, Trey Murphy also just came back, who is a great shooter, athletic, who's also big, who... You know, they provide more size to that big team. So the Pelicans are another one of those teams where it just it, it feels like once they they click. click, they get it, it's like, oh shoot. Like, yeah. <laughs> like they're nice. Yeah. They're scary good. They they're are scary good. They've been Sacramento, I think, twice. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so I think that I, I got them moving on past Sacramento. And then I mean that top matchup. Uh, the four-seeded Suns versus the Lakers. That's going to be fun. I love it. That's entertaining. That's big market ball, but I want to see one of those teams face either the Kings or Pellies. Well, especially the 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 matchup of LeBron and KD this year. True. Like, that, those two going at it so far from what we've seen have been so fun. Mm-hmm. Like, they both, like, equaled, like, 70 points in their last matchup. Yeah. And it's just, like, crazy how, you know, LeBron's 39. <laughs> KD's 35, and they're still, like, the best scorers in the NBA. It makes Uh, sense. And so that's a really fun, like, you know, in-season game because it has weight because it's in this little tournament that (laughs) they just threw together. Yeah. And the Lakers did come out. You know, for some people, you hear Suns. It's like, oh, they should wash or wipe away the Lakers. L.A. won that first matchup in-season uh, group play stage. So a lot of fun matchups. 
I will put my, in my final pick. I'll say the New Orleans Pelicans. Mm. It's going to be a fun, shocking first-year win for a team. It's going to be the team out of New Orleans. Okay, that's interesting. I think uh, the Suns. I like what KD is, is doing this year. I think he's um, playing as an MVP caliber player. Um, and when Booker plays, Booker's nuts, dude. Like th- They might have one of the best duos in the league. Um, and then two Beal is just right there. So I think Beal will eventually play. I don't know if he's playing tomorrow, but if they make it to the uh, semifinals, I think Beal might play. And so that makes it really interesting. So right. I think the Bucks should win it. They need to win it, but my money is going towards the Suns. Great picks, boys. Love that. Christian. I'm heading out east for my pick. Whoa. Yeah. We haven't even really talked about this team, and we don't ever talk about this team because they're the biggest market in the league. Something tells me like this it. tournament has the Knicks written all over oh. it. <laughs> I, I think Orange Julius, this is when he turns up when it doesn't matter. You know, the, like the Knicks are going to take over when it doesn't matter at all. So I like that. The, this is going to be when, when they shine this season. Do you think Brunson's a top 10 point guard in the league? Oh, um, I, I think he cracks the top 10. I think he hits 10. New York fans think he's like a top three they do. point guard in the yeah. NBA. I but, don't know if he's top three, but I there's an argument that he's even like top eight. Like, yeah, he's pretty good. He is good. There's a there is a pool of point guards from like you'd have to have the list in front of me from like six to twelve that are all right, pretty similar. Like yeah. you can make an argument for quite a few of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, all really, I really like that picture. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I, just, I like that too. Yeah. I just something about it. The Tip, Knicks are kind of sneaky. They're sneaky. And They're Tibbs, tough. Tibbs can have them playing well, you know, yeah. mm. any given night. Any given night. Right. Uh, guys, Western Conference, Eastern Conference Players of the Month, Jason Tatum and Nikola Jokic, his second award, uh, which if you've been counting, we've only played for two months. Uh-huh. Um, and Jokic has won it twice. And Whoa. he has been on a tear. He's playing... Arguably the best basketball of his career. His usage is up. Um, And also, he leads the NBA in total points, total rebounds, and total assists. (laughs) That's just insane. Like, and no no player has ever done that. No player has ever done that in the league. Which is just nuts. So, like, and it's crazy because we we thought that, you know, last year and even the years past – like, we're like, oh, this guy's really good. How much better can he Yes. Get? And it's just every year he's been getting better and better. I don't know if he's eating the same hay that he feeds <laughs> his horses or what, but there is something that this guy is doing that no one else in the league can do. And it's just amazing to see this big seven-foot dude from Serbia just absolute dominate. Yeah. The game. And I, it really comes down to, like, he plays the game right. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I mean, he is always looking to get his teammates involved, but when he needs to take over, he will take over. They just played in the back-to-back, um, and in the in the game against the Kings, it was like, hey, I need to score. No one else can score. Where he had like 24 points at half, um, and he finishes with a triple-double. The game before, it was like, hey, I can facilitate. He had like eight points and 10 assists and four rebounds at halftime. Um, so he just, he he's unstoppable because you can't play him one-on-one because he has the most efficient 
floater in the game of basketball. Anywhere within five feet, he's the most efficient and accurate player in the NBA. Right. And then it's like, hey, we'll double team. Well, hey, now you're also guarding a guy who's had multiple 15-plus assist games with zero turnovers. Right. He, it, it's it's just, unbelievable. You can't double team like a seven-footer because he's like, whoever you're sending is smaller than him, <laughs> yes. so he's just going to see over him. So yeah. it's like it's like why people want a big quarterback so that they can see over the, the O-line and D-line. Like That's that's what Jokic is. Like He's a, a quarterback that can see over everyone, and that's why we're seeing him have insane assist games. His numbers are insane. And this season, he's shooting five more. T- like last season, last season was a great season for him, right? Yeah. MVP race, should have won. Should have won. Um, he's shooting five more attempts per game. So he's averaging just under 30 points, which is something that he's done maybe once or twice in his career, like at 27, 26 yeah. points per game. He's right at 29 right now. He's balling. They don't call him Big Honey for nothing. <laughs> he is the Big Honey. You <laughs> insist on you that. You like that. He, he's I did the not big know honey. That's what they called him. Big yeah, Honey, that- Cookie Monster. They call him Cookie Monster. <laughs> I don't know. They do. <laughs> Check basketball reference. Shaq, Shaq called him the big honey, and yeah, it, he is the big honey. Like, he's... <laughs> I, I, I will be sitting at work, and it just dawns on me every now and then. I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I get to watch the best basketball player play for my team. You think about it, the yoke? <laughs> I think about him at work. <laughs> he, he, I know he does, because I sit next to him, and I'll see him just watch highlights of the finals. <laughs> So, like, I know, like, he really is thinking about Jokic, like, daydreaming about him. I wonder how many Nuggets fans are just like you, just thinking about Jokic. It's, I mean, it's unbelievable. It's probably you guys with Fox where you're like, oh, yeah, we, I have, like, one of the best point guards in the NBA on my team. Yeah. I don't think about him, like, daily at work, you know? I, I Definitely not as much as you think about Jokic. <laughs> don't don't I, try to normalize I, this. I, I think about Jokic every day. <laughs> Do you actually? It changed my life. Do you actually think about Jokic I every think, day? I probably think about him every single day. Multiple times a day? Like twice? Uh, well, I mean, during the NBA season, I think about him definitely twice or more a day. <laughs> because it's like... Especially on game day. Especially on yeah. game day. It's like, yeah. oh, man, I... You know who I know is going to show up is Jokic. Like, yeah. he'll have a bad game. Nuggets Twitter's hilarious because we recognize a bad game is like 24 points, 15 rebounds, and 8 assists. It's like, ah, it wasn't one of his better nights. And and the rest of Twitter's like, no, that's a good night. It's like, not for Jokic. Wow. It's it's unbelievable. He is unbelievable. Yeah. Big honey. Yeah, and I, he, honey. He'll, he'll probably be MVP this year. I don't see how he, he doesn't. He, Early he, call. Bold early call. call I don't. I don't think it's called the race. He should have won last year, so now everyone's gonna feel bad and be like, "Oh, we shouldn't yeah. gave it to Jokic last year. So let's give it to him this year." If, yeah. if he keeps up this pace, it would. I. It would take a team to win like sixty-five plus games. Like the Celtics would have to win like sixty-seven games. People listening are probably like, "Man, these guys are glazing Jokic," but like this dude is so good. He's so good. He is gonna go down as one of the best. Centers of all time. Say that stat again. The mo- he he's leading the league. Oh, in, within the paint. Oh, no, points. Oh, he's leading the league in points, rebounds, and assists. Let that sit in. Think about that. That is absurd. It's disgusting. That is absurd at the center position. Just had to say that. And on top of that, this is this isn't as big, but it talks a little bit more about his defense. He also leads the NBA in deflections, so he is constantly involved. In the on the defensive end, which anyone talks about, like, uh, yo, he's a lot smarter of a defender than people give him credit for. 
And one final note, too, if you watch Nuggets games, he oftentimes out of the break is actually just calling out plays like he's a quarterback. Like he, during a play or late game situations, he will tell people where to stand, how to rotate. It's, it's unbelievable. And other players have done it. He's not the first to ever do it. But you can see he's just maturing and his confidence is out yeah. of this world. Yep. That's good. Crazy stuff. Crazy. We love Jokic. We love Yoke. We do. I think about him. We should have him on the pod. Oh. So invite him. He would love. You know, By the way, shout, like... out, shout out Corey Kispert. He's been balling. Yeah, Corey Kispert, shooter, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we, we may have some mutuals with Corey Kispert that we're trying to work to get him on. What? Dude, how <laughs> sick would that be? Why haven't we talked about this? Christian and I have. Well, yeah, we've talked about it off the record. It's a long shot. You guys talked about this without me. Um, yeah. He was on my all-handsome team. It's a, he, oh, my, oh my gosh. <laughs> he That's was. our end. That's our end. Corey, you are one of the top five most handsome you know, guys in the NBA. Corey, Corey, even if you don't want to come on the pod, like, we, we golf. Like, let's go golf. Does he golf? Look at him. Come on. <laughs> that guy golfs. <laughs> he does, I bet. Yeah. Especially if he's spinning his offseason in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. He golfs. Right. He golfs. He golfs. Corey, come down to the Valley. Next time Washington is here, we'll get you on the pod. We'll show you a good time. We, we'll know, sh- we know this city. We do. We know this city. We'll show you how to play golf. There's night golf here now. As, I mean, as long as you pay, we'll take you to the nicest course. <laughs> yes. We can't afford it. You like sushi? We know it's spot. Yeah. You like tacos? We know a spot. What else? Coffee? We know spots. Booyah. Electric (laughs) e-bikes. Dude, Corey, do you want a bike? (laughs) Corey, we'll get you a bike. You would look good on an e-bike. Oh, man. That's good. All right. Um, All right. What, What draft class was Corey Kispert in? 2021, I think. 2021. Let me, really? let me, let me check that. No, let me, no, no, no. 2022. No. Yes. 2022? That no. would be last year. Okay, no, 2021. No. I think I it's 2020. Look, look that up. I'm looking it up currently, I feel gentlemen. Like he's been in the league for a while. No. No. You're wrong. Am I right? Do I win? The draft class he was drafted in 2021, boy. Whoa. Whoa. 15th pick. Good. Well, Good that, pick. The, the reason why I ask is I figured... You know, Trevor, you're always leading prompts. You're always never able to answer. Um, but that 21, 2021 draft class, I think we're finally in the time to do a little redrafting. So today, we are redrafting the 2021 NBA draft class. Scott, that was good. That was good, Scott. Yeah, that's going to see that right there. People scrolling. Whoa, this guy's serious right now. Magic. Looking right into my soul. Oh. That's going to draw people in. That's, that's why we. That's why we care about that. That was a very highly intelligent transition, because Ooh. I I really did not think Corey Kisper was twenty twenty one class. I trust my gut. If Scott I was knows. off, that would have been bad. Yeah. Scott knows ball. Yeah, yeah, I know. Ball. Highly intelligent basketball. I'm highly by Scott. intelligent. So you guys want to do this as a team? Go one by one. What do you think? I think yeah. Let's let's one by one make this a creative. You have discussion. another Lacroix. I two up two an episode. Oh my gosh! Makes me. You sick. must have to like pee like a racehorse. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me sick. They don't sponsor us. It just. I mean, we pound their product. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. Let's keep going. All right. All right. So, do we want to go five to one or one to five? Um. Let's go. 
let's do one to five. One to yeah. five. Yeah. And you can say like at number one. Yeah. Yeah. With the first pick. Yeah. All right. Um, so let's talk about some of the guys that are in this draft, how it went originally, just for the listeners. Um, so this was 2021. This was the Cade Cunningham draft. So Detroit was at one, Cade Cunningham. Then Jalen Green went two to Houston. Evan Mobley, of course, to Cleveland. Scotty Barnes to Toronto. Then we see Jalen Suggs, Josh Giddy, Kaminga, Franz Wagner. Um, and then later on in the draft, some of the standouts, Corey Kispert, of course. Alperin Sangoon. Moses um, Moody. Moses Moody. Jalen Johnson for the Hawks. Yep. Yep. He's been balling this year. Of course, um, we also have Scott's, one of Scott's favorite players, Kai Jones. Rockstar. <laughs> I love Kai, Kai Jones. Kai, you want to come on the pod? Tell your story. Kai Jones, please come on the pod. I'd love to have you on. Yeah. So those are, I, I think, most of the standouts there. Uh, yeah. Was that the Bryce McGowan? Herb McGowan's? Jones. Herb Jones. Was Bryce McGowan's in that draft? think so husker legend husker legend yeah i think he was uh where was my guy bryce delano banton was in that draft oh so then oh, he was bryce in following bryce was in the following so delano herb jones was in it too bro there's some good players Holy smokes cam, cam thomas bones highland how did how did delano fall to 46 i don't know why wasn't he top four started for the celtics people forget <laughs> started one game. Yes. <laughs> Drew was out. Yeah. Celtic starter. Celtic starter. Okay. Played like 15 minutes. So, <clears throat> really want, good class. Yeah. We can, we can agree that there are some good names in that class. Yeah, a lot of standouts. Some up and coming talent that's right. you know, going to be in the league for a while. Right. So, we're going to we're just going to take turns Christian. You can you can take the first one. We're we are co-GMs here. Your first pick may not be the one I would have selected, but I got to live with it. Yeah. So, okay. Get you with the first pick we pick, or whatever, however you want to say it. Small ball picks. With the first pick of the 2021 NBA redraft, we're taking Scotty Barnes. He's Whoa. rookie of the year. Yeah. I mean, I've I've been on the the podcast before saying I'm not the biggest Scotty Barnes guy. Uh, and that just was awesome last year when he had a down year. But this year he's hooping. Yeah. He is balling. He is he is a really good basketball player. I I would I would accept flowers for if you, you guys do. wanted to give me flowers for yeah. the I don't Barnes want to but, but you do get flowers you can have a pity flower I try to I try to get Kevin Durant for Scotty Barnes yeah and we still would have made that move I yeah, yeah, yeah good trade good trade no you wouldn't have be honest with yourself good trade with hindsight. Do I still have my legend? I don't know, Fred dude. Kevin Durant's playing like an MVP yeah. right now. He's playing very good, but last he was hurt a lot of last season, and yeah. he's KD. Scotty Barnes, bro, stop it. Scotty Barnes has been amazing. Scotty Barnes has been really good this year. Yeah, um, and I, I do kind of see the vision of who Scotty can be. I don't think he's a, a generational talent like you say he's going to be. Yeah, but I I still think he's going to be a really good player. Yep. Okay, with the second pick, I mean, dude, this is kind of tough because you got Evan Mobley, you have Cade Cunningham, and you have Alperin Singun. And Franz. And Franz, who I really like. Um, shoot, dude. I mean, Evan Mobley, to me, the question is with ceiling between Evan Mobley and Sangoon. I talked about it last show. Evan Mobley defensively is awesome. Offensively, he just lacks... I don't know if I see it. And Sangoon is amazing. And we see what offense does for teams like the Nuggets. Um, so with the second pick in this redraft, small ball selects, Alperin Sangoon. I like that. Yeah. And, you know, Sangoon's 
really not that bad of a defender. So it's like you just have more offensive upside with Sengun than you do with Mobley. Dude, and he already has that European, uh, like, one-footer or European fading away shot that... The Turkish Delight? The Turkish Delight. That thing is... Do they call it the Turkish Delight? No, I just, like, remembered Chronicles of Narnia... And that one kid was just obsessed he with the obsessed. Turkish delight. Yes. He that, was obsessed. Maybe we can brand that the Turkish delight because Ooh. it is. They might already Rockets fans might already have a name for it, Probably. but it is a Turkish delight. Well, it why, is why don't we just Alperen Sengun's nickname should be Turkish delight. It really should. It should. And he has no nicknames on. Um, oh, Alpi for on Basketball Reference. Okay. Alpi. We yeah. All right, Basketball Reference. Alperen Sengun. His nickname is the Turkish delight. Make it happen. Yeah, it's beautiful. Great work. Have you guys ever had a Turkish Delight? No. Yes. Are they good? Yeah, it's like, I think I've had it. It's like doughy, like sugar, powder sugar type thing. I got him. You got him? We're, we're having Here, a... Here, you, 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 you stay. No, no, You're I got him. You're the host. No, I got him. Okay. You guys talk. This is your segment. <laughs> we have a, a crying dog. <laughs> the dog's crying. Maybe next episode, we should find some Turkish Delights and, and try them. Yeah. Because I'd be curious... Because, like, what if we give him this nickname and, like, Turkish Delight is just terrible? <laughs> it's just not good. No, it's good. It's not bad. But, yeah. So, Alper and Sengun's there. Um, okay. Next is... The third yeah, pick. Third pick. Evan Mobley, Franz, Cade, Moses Moody. <laughs> Moses Moody. Corey Kisper. Her, Herb. Herb Jones. Honestly. Um, this is really tough. Um... Is it? But I'd be a fool to not say Cade Cunningham. So I pick. I pick with the third pick. With the third pick, I'm choosing Cade Cunningham. Cade Cunningham. Okay. Interesting. And the reason why I'm choosing Cade is he, the the offensive ability that he has mm-hmm. is just he's he's a guy that can do it all. He can pass. He can score. Um, and you need that in the NBA. And he's a big guard, which, like, we've seen how successful big guards can be in this league. And kind of the trend of the NBA is everyone's just getting bigger and more skilled. Yeah. So you want your point guard to be a big guy. So that's why I, I just like the floor general of Cade Cunningham. Right. And I think this season people are looking at – like he maybe isn't meeting the expectations. I don't think he should have gotten those expectations coming into this season, recovering from an injury. So I would agree. I think I I, I like Cade there as well. Um, can I also pick, it's yeah, the Pistons. Ahead. Like I, there's a, a lot of things that we just need to point at the Pistons. Another thing like, here's yeah to go on the Pistons real quick. They've lost 17 straight. Okay, Monty Williams, your front court you're running right now, beef stew alongside Jalen Duran. That doesn't work in the NBA. That doesn't work. Knock it off. One of those guys you got to send to the bench because that that giant, two giant beastly <laughs> front court guys. I mean, we're seeing it work in 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 Minnesota because Cat can shoot. Aside from that, bro, it doesn't work. Dude, I've been I've watched a decent amount of Pistons games because I had Isaiah Stewart on my fantasy team. Yeah, and that dude just runs around. Yeah, it's like cardio. I it, I could do what he's doing out there. <laughs> if I was six ten, I could perform the same way that he does. Yeah, I, I think Jalen Dern's the one that you got to really give yep. the time to and really build. Um, 
You There's gotta, just no shooting on the Pistons. Yeah. And like they're they're three best prof, prospect in my mind. Cade, Jalen Duran, and a Sir Thompson. They're just all not shooters. Yeah. And, and then so, you have Ivy, who's not a shooter. Yeah. No. So yeah, they got it. They got to move those pieces eventually. Um, because they suck. So that was a quick um no, like Monty Williams call out. With the fourth pick, I'm taking Evan Mobley for sure. Um, he's a baller, bro. Okay. He's a baller. Um, offensively, not maybe the highest ceiling, but defensively, the dude locks people up, and he's got a ton of potential there. Yeah, he's another guy where it's like kind of similar to what's going on in Pistons with Beef Stew and Jalen Duran. And maybe Evan Mobley and Jared Allen don't work together. True. Yeah, that's maybe true. Maybe that's something we need to see get mixed up. You know, Jared Allen did say the lights were too bright. And it's like... All right, maybe you should go play for the Pistons. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like maybe you should go play for a small market team. And it'd be, I think maybe it'd be better if Evan Mobley played uh, alongside uh, a shooting big. Um, and yep. maybe that would open up his game a little bit more. Right. Or even just because he's been, oh, he's a power forward. Slot him to the five and give him like a stretch four. It doesn't need yeah. to be like a shoot, like a big man. Like most of the teams have like a guy like Andrew Wiggins playing the four, you know? So get a guy like that put alongside Mobley, and I think your teams, I, I think yeah. that that would take them to the next level. But yeah, Mobley's not going to be like an offensive juggernaut, which is like anti what a lot of NBA fans think, I think. Yeah, no, I, I, I think that's fair. Still, with that said, ton of potential. I do like Evan Mobley. Yeah. Fourth pick. And with the fifth pick, I'm going Franz Wagner. Yeah. Great pick. I mean... You got guys like Herb Jones, who's great. Uh, Josh Giddy, Corey Kispert, Kai Jones, Legends, Kai Jones. Legends, Legends. <laughs> Moses Moody. You got you got guys that are good. Jalen Green, Jalen Green. Ah oh, man, he's just yeah. You, you I still believe in Jalen Green. Okay, but it's taken a lot longer than I kind of hoped. P- Jalen Green fans are going to. Come for your neck. Please do. I, I just, he's so hot and cold. Like, yeah. that's my biggest thing is when Jalen Green is on, it's like, this guy feels like he is a top three point guard in the NBA. The problem is he's not always on. He's, it's really 50-50, and that's just not good enough for a guy that a lot of people think is the next big thing. And not to oh whoops now my mic's on Franz Wagner the dude's a stud six ten he does everything offensively and he's a good defender good enough defender um, so I like that pick and he's helping lead Orlando to one to be one of the best defensive teams and they're playing really they're well. they're the second seed in the East right now yeah like that's yeah. insane and yep. like Franz like you said six ten and a guy who could do it all like you need those types of players in the NBA. And so you might as well take one of the best young players right now. Like, that's why he's going to go above a Jalen Green is because he's elite at what he does. He's he's always going to be, like, your second or third option. Yep. Uh, he's never going to be that number one guy, and he's, like, totally fine with that. Like, he's a star in his role. That's right. Uh, you need that type of player to, to win in this league. I completely agree with the Franz pick. Yeah, yeah. me too. Yep. That was fun. Great job. Guys, we did it. Good job. Trevor, great job. You Thank you got you. to answer the questions for once. I know. It felt good. You look good. It felt really good. What do you do with the dog? I put him in my bedroom. Nice. You put him down? 
I I put them down. <laughs> no, I put them in my bed room. Nice, 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 nice. And nice. close the door. So if you hear them whine, it's going to be a faint whine. Love it. So, yeah. Do you have anything prepared, Trev? No, that that's the real. I'll chop that up. That's going to look really good. It's going to look really good. It's going to get us like 300 new followers probably. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what we're hoping for. <sighs> we miss anything, guys? I feel like that's a wrap. That's a wrap. Christian wanted to talk Kings. Should we give him? Uh, I'll give. I'll give, put a timer. Two minutes for Christian to talk Kings. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, okay. Make it a minute. One minute. You get One. sixty seconds. Okay. Okay. So hold on. Let me um, set this up, and I'll, I'll put it so the camera can see. You get fifty nine seconds. Ready, set, go. All right. The Sacramento Kings are undefeated when they play a team that is top seven in the West right now. They beat the Nuggets, the Thunder, the Wolves, the Lakers twice. They've beaten teams like the Warriors, who's not top seven. I don't know why I mentioned that. Darren Fox, just one player of the week. That's his second time winning it. Hmm. He's averaging 30 points uh, for the season. He's like top five in scoring this year. And he's averaging 10 points in the fourth quarter. Clutchest player of the, of the year last year. Let's go. Round two. Run it back. Hmm. Kings are sitting at the fourth seed right now. Mike Brown calling out for people to start thinking of him as an MVP candidate. Yep. Also, we got to mention Malik Monk, sixth man of the year. Definitely. He just dropped like 25 in the last game. He's had like six games of 15-plus off the bench. That's elite. Game winner over Golden State. Buzzer beater. That's time. Time's up. Time's up. Great job. Christian, well done. That's a great way to end the show. Yeah. Oh, and really quick, Kaimi Hawk has won Rookie of the Month. Hey. Big market. Big market. Shout out to you. But shout out Jaime Jaquez. I love you. The real Triple J. I would love to have you on the pod. Yeah. Yeah. He is a real Triple J. Yeah. Well said. All right. That's a wrap for our great producer, Andy, Trevor Micklin, and Christian Dennis. I'm Scott Harris. We say so long for now. And we'll see you next week. What are you going to do about what I said? Walking over here like you're going to do something, soft-ass boy.